Welcome to the Weight Loss for Fertility podcast. When you're trying to get pregnant, whether naturally or with the help of a fertility doctor, weight loss can better your chances of success. I'm Dr. Stephanie Fine, and I help you do just that. Let's go. Hello, fabulous. Welcome to the Weight Loss for Fertility podcast. We talk about sustainable weight loss, and today we are talking about wine and weight loss. Now, wine is a stand-in for any alcohol, so it's really just anything, but wine and weight loss sounded nice, so I stuck with that. But it is easily transferable to a pina colada or a Manhattan or a beer or, you know, any alcohol. Um, and f- the first thing we have to talk about when we're talking about weight loss and alcohol in the fertility community is that it is not recommended any alcohol while you're pregnant. None. There is fetal abnormalities that can happen. Fetal alcohol spectrum disorders happen with alcohol and it's sort of dose dependent too. So there can be some things that happen on with a little bit of alcohol and it can get more with more alcohol, but it's not only dose dependent. So the recommendation clearly I want to state is that no alcohol during pregnancy and also trying to conceive because even the beginnings of pregnancy, um, alcohol is is not recommended at all. And so um, that's what we're saying here. (laughs) You could certainly talk to your doctor about this. I highly recommend that you do. Um, But here for fertility, we could be talking about um, the time in between cycles. We could be talking about postpartum. We could be talking about if you're taking a break from cycles and transfers or trying to conceive, you could be using, you know, contraception and and absolutely not trying to get pregnant right now. So there's plenty of times that you may want to be losing weight and not be trying to get pregnant. That's what we're talking about here. So in those times when you're not pregnant or couldn't be pregnant, then there could be lots of reasons why you want to have alcohol, even while you're trying to lose weight. There's celebrations, there's vacations, you may really enjoy wine or some other kind of alcohol when you go out to dinner, you may have job functions, your job may be something in the alcohol industry, or, or you just enjoy it and it's something that you want to incorporate. And with the way that I help people lose weight, it's we're not taking things out. I'm actually going to go into that a little bit. And when you're losing weight, some people may recommend that you cut out all alcohol altogether just because of the calorie count and, you know, that sort of thing. We're actually going to get into a little bit more. Um, and there are some good reasons for that. And I'm going to go over some of that. But I never like cutting things out completely. I mean, of course, unless you're on board with it, unless you're like, I never have to have a drop of alcohol in my life. It's super easy. No problem. Amen go for it. Um, But just like I know that if we cut out sugar completely from our diet, we would lose weight for sure. No question. But I don't necessarily recommend that unless you think it's the greatest thing in the world. If you're like, oh, it's so easy. It's changed my life. Yay. But I, in the world that we live in, particularly for sugar, I think it's really challenging to never have any sugar completely doable 
And if you want to, that's awesome. But that's not the approach I usually use. I like moderation and individuality, meaning what's good for your body. So in terms of alcohol, if you enjoy it, it is something that you can incorporate, again, in the times that we talked about, not while you're pregnant, and you can lose weight. I remember I had, this was years ago, a woman who she wanted her glass of wine every night. And that was no problem. She was really clear about that. This woman was postmenopausal, so pregnancy was not an issue. And we were able to do that. It, it, it depends on what you want and how your lifestyle is and how your body responds and all the rest of that stuff. So we're going to get into that a little more, but it is possible. I don't want anyone to think that the only way to lose weight is to never have alcohol. That's not true. Remember, there are times not to have alcohol, like during pregnancy, but if that's not where you are right this particular month, week, whatever, then it may be something you'd like to enjoy and you can lose weight and enjoy some alcohol. Okay, so here are the issues I want to bring to your attention when we're talking about weight loss and alcohol. The first one is cutting things out altogether can feel really diety. Uh, it's not really a word, but I use it all the time. <laughs> and I think you know what I mean by that. So it's that restriction deprivation. Like if it feels like if you go out to dinner and you can't, I'm putting that in air quotes, have a glass of wine, then it just feels miserable. We don't do it that way around here. And the reason we don't is because it does not work. It may work that one meal, but I don't care about one meal. I care about your whole future, about how you live your life and and get to be a weight that you want. So if it feels really restrictive and depriving to not have, to force yourself to not have wine, a glass of wine with dinner, then I don't recommend that you're not ready, or there might be a different way. It does not have to be done that way. And I, I truly don't recommend it. What actually happens is it ends up in a binge. Now, not necessarily an alcohol binge, but if you've deprived yourself from something you wanted, you know, I, I don't know if you've had this experience, but I've, I've seen it many, many times. I'm sure I've done it myself. I felt deprived at, you know, let's say it was wine and I come home and I eat Cheerios out of the box. It's directly related. That deprivation and restriction always backfires eventually. Again, that's why we don't do it. So the that kind, that diety kind, that restriction, that sets you up for the yo-yo weight gain thing. And the problem with it is that restriction and the way when it feels tight like that, the restriction we then use it to beat ourselves up that we can't get things done. We have no willpower. All that stuff is in air quotes because it's not true and it doesn't work that way. We're told it works that way, but it doesn't. It does not. So that idea of cutting something out completely, I don't love. Now, yes, you do cut it out when you're pregnant, right? So how does that work? That ends up being a decision. So if you have really good reasons why, and if you love those reasons, it can be very easy to cut something like that out. Now, 
If it isn't, there's help. So throughout this whole thing, I'm going to be talking about that. If if it feels really impossible not to drink alcohol, there may be an addiction piece in there and help is available, really good help. Um, you can go to your physician, but also I love Alcoholics Anonymous. Oh my gosh, it's a fantastic program. Um, so there are, there are places you can go to get help for that. And that's not what we're talking about here, although you, you may hear that and it may sound familiar to you. We're not talking about addiction. We're talking about having a glass of wine when you want it. And I'm not talking about cutting it out to see if you're addicted or, or to, to force that issue. It's does it, just does it feel depriving? So if you're not drinking when you're pregnant, you can, you can see how that's a different decision. And the real reason why it's a different decision is that you like your reason. The reason is for the health of my baby. For some of us, that's like done, no problem. For some of us, it isn't. And then we get to look at that a little bit, not in a blaming way, but like, oh, that's if that's not a reason that's helpful, is there another one? Who can I talk to? Is there more information I need? So there's a big difference between someone told me I should cut out alcohol to lose weight and I'm choosing not to have alcohol for the health of my baby. It's, it's a very different thing. And also the way we know it's very different is we can feel it in our bodies. When we decide not to have alcohol because we're pregnant, see how that, if you're thinking that thought, how does that feel in your body? And if you're thinking, I can't have alcohol or I can't have wine because I want to lose weight, how does that feel in your body? Usually that second one feels tighter. That tightness is the hint that there's restriction and deprivation there. And we don't want to make decisions based on that. Again, because it backfires. But also, by the way, good to know. Good to know. If you want to not want alcohol when you're losing weight, except not pregnant, right? You're just, there are ways to do that. So contact me. I'll help you with that <laughs> if you want to. Okay. So so the first thing is the issue with alcohol is the whole idea of cutting it out or not, whether you want to or not. Again, separate a pregnancy. The other thing I want you to consider when we're talking about alcohol and weight loss is that alcohol is caloric. There's no nutrients in it. It really just is calories. There's some sugar. And that can be part of the calories, but also there's alcohol in alcohol, which there you are. The problem is that it's a caloric drink that doesn't register the same as food in your stomach. So if you have 125 calories worth of protein, um, a a five ounce glass of wine is 125 calories generally. If you have protein or you have celery or, you know, 125 calories worth of celery, you will feel that you will notice that you're not hung- if you're hungry that you're not as hungry when you've had that wine is not the same it's a it's a liquid and it it doesn't take up room right it's not it, there's no fiber in it there's no protein in it. it it doesn't land the same so it's real easy to drink a lot of calories versus eat 
the calories. And again, no nutritional value. So that's just another thing to take into consider with alcohol. Does not mean you can't have it. It's just like cake. Cake doesn't have that much nutrition either, (laughs) but it's something enjoyable. But again, it's just something to keep in mind. And also, and this is a big one, alcohol makes you tipsy. I know that's not news to you, but when we're talking about alcohol and weight loss, it is important to take into consideration because what happens when we get a little tipsy? Our judgment totally changes, not as sharp. And so any planning you may have made or particularly if you didn't plan, so now you're just sort of making decisions, a a tipsy brain makes definitely different food decisions than a non-tipsy brain. Again, just a good thing to notice. And then the last one, the last issue I want to talk about here with alcohol is that it interrupts your hunger cues. So, you know, I really believe in using the hunger scale, eating when you're just hungry at negative two and stopping at satisfied, which is positive two, not full, which is anything above positive two. And it's subtle sometimes, especially when we're at negative two and positive two, it's more subtle than negative three and positive three, negative four and positive four. We're learning that about our bodies. When we drink alcohol, sometimes not the tipsy can make it so it's hard to notice, but also it can actually interact and you, you, your body reacts in such a different way that you don't feel your hunger cues the same way or your satisfied cues the same way that you would when you're not having alcohol. It's just a good thing to remember and to keep in mind. It's not, none of these things are bad necessarily. They're just issues to think about when we're thinking about weight loss and alcohol. So with knowing all those things, my number one tip for weight loss in wine or weight loss in any alcohol is to plan your drinks. Just plan them. And that can solve so many issues that come up. So you, here's what I mean by planning them. Let's say you're going out to dinner, and certainly you can do this on vacation too, but um, you plan how many drinks you're going to have. I'm going to go and have a rum and Coke. It's my favorite drink. I'm looking forward to it. Okay, great. I'm having one rum and Coke. Amazing. The uh, Just saying that, not even writing it down, just like thinking it through your head, the odds are so much better that you will be having one drink. Whereas if you go out and you don't have it in mind, or you have the opposite in mind of like, oh, I'm, you know, it's all or nothing. I'm letting it go. You may end up having more. And of course, the problem with that isn't even necessarily the calories. But if you are trying to lose weight, then that would factor in. But it's how you'd feel the next day. There's so many consequences that you may have a very good reason why you want one drink. Or you're having two. I'm having a cocktail and a glass of wine. You know yourself, but even just saying that before you go makes a huge difference and it's much more likely to happen. So when you're planning your drinks, you plan the number and the type. I I recommend you deciding what you're going to have. I mean, you could even say, I want whatever the special is, is that's what I'm going to have. The point is, is that you've sort of rehearsed it in your brain 
This, of course, is how we do food weeks, plan our food weeks also, but it works so beautifully with alcohol that we're going to be specific about this. So you're planning the number, the type. You're also then going to plan your food because remember we talked about that different foods become real easy to order um, if we're deciding after we've already had our alcohol. Now, you can decide any um, any food you want. But if you know that you don't like, you know, a greasy hamburger when you have beer or you or you love that combination or something, just know what you're going to have. Again, there does not have to be restriction. Just because you're having alcohol doesn't mean you have to then not have french fries. It doesn't mean that at all. But what you want is that you want to know what you're doing. You and the reason you want to do that is because you want to enjoy it. We want to be present with our food. If we're going to have a high calorie meal, then we want to love it. Love it. Enjoy every bit of it. We, of course, want to stop when we're satisfied, but we also know that with alcohol, we may not know that. So that's why we're thinking the food through. And you can be like, well, the last time I went there, I had half the burger was plenty. And then I split the fries with Jane. And so, and that was good. So I'm going to do that again this time, even though this time I'm having a beer, last time I didn't. You, you know what worked for you before, so you can have that in your mind. And again, that's just thinking it through. I mean, this can be done in about 60 seconds. But the likelihood is so much higher that you'll do what you've planned if you think about it ahead of time. The other thing you may want to plan is the recovery. So depending on how much you drink and how often you have, like you you may be a lightweight at this point because if you're, you know, going on cycles and all these things, you you may, it just may take one or two. So if you have two drinks, you're like having a headache the next day. It's good to plan for that. Have water with you, you know. If you know that's going to happen, you, that may factor into your decision about how many or what. But let's say you plan to have two and you're like, oh, it's hard to get up in the morning. Knowing that is really good. What foods are you going to have? What feels good to you? What can you have medicine like Tylenol by the side of your bed? Do you want what, making sure you have enough water? I would plan for the recovery or even a just in case. You may be someone who gets heartburn if they have alcohol. So then you have you know, a medication, over-the-counter medication that would help you there. Just knowing, going into it full, eyes wide open. Then it's this decision. And again, you can enjoy it. Like enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. I'm not saying you're going to enjoy a headache. But again, thinking of it, maybe you may be like, you know what? I don't really want a headache. So I'm going to, ha- I'm going to modify my plan. But if you're like, oh no, this is my f- favorite celebration or this wine tasting or this beer something or, you know, whatever, then just plan for it because then we don't want the next day's food to be, you know, out of control. Plan for that too, if that's going to be a factor in there. And then use all the information that you've gleaned from this episode and you can do it next time. How are you going to do it different next time? It's always good to think about that. What worked? What didn't? What will I do differently? It's so valuable because then you ho- you're honing. 
everything. You get to enjoy yourself, you get to have what you want, and you get to continue to lose weight. It's such a win-win-win. And then this is how you're modeling for yourself always, like going out with cake, going out with um, other foods that are high in calories, but you're just, you're happy to have, or it's a treat or something like that. This kind of way of thinking about it is so valuable. And you get to lose weight your way. So not everybody is the same and alcohol is different effects on people, different importance to people. So it all gets to be something that you decide consciously. That's always what we're doing, deciding consciously. Alcohol just makes it a little tricky because of that whole tipsy factor. So I want to let you know, just because we're talking about it, what a standard drink is. So the standard drink is 12 grams of ethanol. Okay, well, that's not helpful. (laughs) But it's five ounces of wine, 12 ounces of beer, or one and a half ounces of 80 proof spirits. That's a jigger. So if you have more of that, then that would be two standards or a one and a half standard drink. The reason standard drink is an important definition is because unhealthy use is defined as more than seven drinks a week for women or more than three at a time. And for men, it's more than 14 a week or four at a time. It's just good to know about that. You can check in and see how you're feeling about that. And there we are. That is wine and weight loss. It is absolutely possible to lose weight, enjoy the the journey, and include alcohol in there if you'd like. We remember that during pregnancy and even the very beginning of pregnancy, so right when you're trying to conceive that alcohol is not a good idea and the recommendation is absolutely none of it. That is different, however, than if there's a time that you can have alcohol, like it's a time you're choosing that you're not going to be trying to get pregnant and uh, you're choosing to have alcohol and lose weight. It is possible. So there we have it. I would love to know if you have any questions about this. How do you feel about it? Have you ever lost weight and been able to have alcohol or have you always done it the other way where it's just off limits? I so want to know. I, you can find me on Instagram at Stephanie Fine MD. That's F-E-I-N. And I can help you lose weight in a way that feels good. So please contact me on my website, stephaniefinemd.com. I would love to connect with you there. I hope you have such a wonderful, wonderful week. I'm sending you love as always. If you follow, share, rate and review this podcast, you'll be helping it reach others just like you and making their journey with weight loss and fertility just a bit easier. Lighten their load. Share in your groups and social media. Thank you, fabulous.